Oh yeah. Here we go, Bree and you. Welcome to the, the podcast. That's right. Finally, 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 finally. We had a launch team. We had weeks and weeks of announcements of here comes the first episode, and it's finally here. We've been working hard on it. Dude, this day is right up there with like the day I graduated college, yep. the day I got my master's degree. Absolutely. This, this day is right up there with the first day I ever drank Diet Coke, which is like... Oh, man. I know. Like it, the, when they, before they you, were even bottling it. That's right. Like you, were, you were probably there when they were making it. That's right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, seriously, in heaven, the rivers will be made of Diet Coke. Oh, man. And uh, all we'll eat is peanut M&Ms and Diet Coke. It's awesome. Oof. Well, welcome, Eddie. Welcome, welcome everybody welcome. else. We're excited about this podcast, uh, the Berean Youth Podcast. Uh, there is so much that we're going to be uh, talking about today and going through. We hope that wherever you are, whether you're... Um, in your car, whether you're uh, just um, at home or whether you're supposed to be doing your homework and you're not and you're listening to us, uh, we won't tell anybody, but we hope yeah. that you learn a little bit today. Uh, you have a, a laugh and that uh, we can just talk life. Right, um, that's right. Because this podcast is all about learning about our faith, but also just having some fun. That's right. And uh, showing that as believers, we can have fun, talk about the world, but also talk about deep things as well. Mm-hmm. So right next to me is Eddie. He's our youth ministry associate. And Eddie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, has school started, by the way, for you? Yes. So I am going to Liberty University online right now, Ooh. getting my degree in Next Gen Ministries. Nice. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. Classes just started up yesterday. Okay. Uh, I'm super excited about them. It's going to be a lot of work, a lot of reading, but I'm excited yeah. for it. I went to Liberty. Uh, my back wife in, went to Liberty. Back in 1971 yeah, when no, it first opened. Not, <laughs> I'm not that old, bro. I'm wearing my old man hat. But, yeah, uh, he's but got his I old man glasses. Old, he's got his old man diet coat. Okay, okay. That's enough, Shorty. All right, so we love each other. We <laughs> right. just uh, have this banter. but That's right. Um, that's awesome. I, I know for a lot of you students that you've been uh, going back to school, school started back up. A lot mm-hmm. of you still aren't back in classes. You're doing Zoom. Can I tell you we're praying for you with that? Because I, I don't know about you, Eddie, but I hate Zoom. Uh, Zoom like, is rough. Uh, uh, it's funny because I when COVID started, you had like Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because everybody would have their camera on and like you could tell they did their hair. Right. And, or they'd have funny backgrounds. And that was like the thing for a while. Now you go on a Zoom class and like one person has their camera on. Everybody Everyb- else. Everybody else has shut their, off, their camera shut off. Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to be there. And here's the thing about Zoom also. The name is the most misleading name of all those different things. Why is that? Because you get on a Zoom meeting and you're in there for like two and a half or three hours. That's true. That's not Zoom. That's like. So this is what I do. I use the free Zoom account mm-hmm. so that it can only go 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I make my meetings on that. And then it gets like. I get the little thing that says, you only have 10 minutes left. I'm like, sorry, guys, we got to end it. got to end it. Oh, drat. Right. So See, that's a good way of doing it. Did you say drat? And you called me old. Yeah. Old drat. Well, hey, Ed, I mean, it, I might be saying drat now, but you and your caveman friends okay. were, were grunting before. Okay. So Okay. We can't go there. All right. Man, <laughs> this is going to be a rough one today. Well, um, there's been a lot going on. It's been snowing today. Mm-hmm. Um uh, light snow, but I'm get, I'm getting kind of tired of the snow, man. If I could find a place that had just snow in December mm-hmm. and it was 70 degrees the rest of the year, that's where I would live forever. I, I, I love snow for Christmas and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. But then after that, I'm done with it. Like, how about you? you? And see, I'm okay with snow on Christmas, but honestly, I like the Texas Christmas of 
coming out in the morning and maybe grilling something or that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I like don't really Texas Christmas where we come out and get us a roadkill armadillo with my cousin. <laughs> I, we uh we we grill up some armadillo. I don't really need the <laughs> I it's it's a nice kind of it's a nice kind of homey feel to it, yeah. but I don't really need the snow. And you know, here's the thing. Snow just stresses me out. So, I'm well, not I will I will say that being in Minnesota, I got to give it up to people that uh, that that have lived here their whole life mm-hmm. because you guys have made the best of it. Like I'll come home and there's a pond across the street from our house and right. kids are out playing hockey on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's people out doing snowshoeing and cross country skiing. Man, when I was growing up and it snowed, you just stayed inside. Yeah. I mean, you didn't go out, but um, unless you want to go out and build a snowman for five minutes and come back in. So, so giving it up for Minnesota. Well, listen, uh, we have a lot to talk about, so we're going to keep going here. But, um, uh, you know, Eddie, I know that you like to um, look at current events a lot, mm-hmm. and, um, and you might have a few stories for us today. So uh, I know you, you pulled up some wacky stories that you found yes. in the news. I just said wacky. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, so why don't you hit me with one right now? Okay. So this first one comes from just last week. Some of you might've heard this one cause it's just way out there. Super crazy, but a good one. Uh, I know you have a pet cat. Yes, we do. His name's Frisky. It's a guy, only other guy in my house. Mm-hmm. We just got a, a puppy and that's a female. So this is the only other guy. Um, his name's Frisky. Awesome cat. Love him. Okay. So put yourself in the perspective of this person from California. California, a place where a lot of natural disasters okay. can happen. Yeah. So Some would say California is a natural disaster. Some would say that. <laughs> uh, but uh, a mudslide happened yeah. three years ago in 2018. Okay. And this guy lost his cat. So three years from 20, three years now, tw- 2021, yeah. they found him. They found they the cat. Found, okay, wait, you got to, <laughs> okay, wait a second. This has to be explained. Yes. Did they find it alive or dead? The cat was alive. Okay, because the cat was alive. I thought you were going to say a story like the, he got caught in a mudslide and like three years later they dug him up out of the mud. That, right. I was like, that's the most depressing yeah, story. I I've would ever. not have shared that. One. I would <laughs> I not have like, shared that. Come on, one Eddie. But like seriously, this but, one is crazy because this guy loses his pet, and I'm sure you know there's a little grief period there where you're yeah. like, I miss my cat, yeah. but you kind of get over it. Three years Dude, after that's that, awesome, though. That's crazy. Did he have, like, a chip in it or something? He, they could so, tell it was in. so it was a little collar, and okay. they had this little chip in it that was able to identify, okay, this person owns Dude, cats this cat. Are, cats are so awesome. They can. They are so resilient. Like, you know, you can drop them off the – don't do this. This is not like I'm telling you to do it. But you could drop <laughs> right. it off the roof of your house, and, it would land on and that feet. cat would be fine. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, old fat man like me, I fall on the ice and break my rib <laughs> yeah, like not, I did three weeks ago. Not as so, resilient as a cat. No. Dusty does not have nine lives. No, I do not. I barely <laughs> have one. <laughs> but, um, uh, well, that's funny because I have a story about that. We, oh, okay. Not about me falling, but um, right. uh, when I was growing up, we lived in the country. We had some outdoor cats, mm-hmm. and um, – and I remember my dad sold an old car once and that he had been working on. And a guy brought a trailer, loaded up the car, and took it probably 15, 20 miles away to his house. One of our cats had gotten in the car, and he took it away. I kid you not, two months later, that cat shows up at our house. It wow. made its way all the way back, like 15 miles. Cats I don't know are, how it happened. Cats are so smart. I think he just flew there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you never know. He's hitchhiking. Hey, yeah. give me a ride. <laughs> give me a ride know. over here. <laughs> but, uh. But, um, yeah, that's good. What other story you got? You got anything so else crazy? We're going to stay on the animal track here. Okay. But we're going from animals that we like to animals that I don't like. Okay. Some of my least favorite animals are rodents. I hate mice. 
I'm one of okay. my worst fears, top two fears. Okay. And I also hate squirrels. Squirrels? I'm you, squirrels, squirrels are do they scare you? Yes. Like honestly, if a squirrel ran up your leg uh, when you're walking outside, what would you do? If a squirrel ran up your leg when you were outside, what would you do? I would grab it by its neck, yell at it, and throw it away. I would scream and, and probably cry. So I, I would pet it and say, nice boy. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so I'm taking you to the other coast okay. of our country, okay. New York. Okay, New in York. A neighborhood of Queens. Oh, yeah, all right. I've been Mysterious there. Stayed there before. New York City squirrel attacks. What? Are on the rise in a Queens neighborhood. This story is from December 30th, when so just a couple weeks ago. When squirrels attack. Yes. 2021. Yeah. So <laughs> squirrels uh-huh. have been attacking these people who live in this Queens neighborhood. Okay. I think that deserves a little uh, soundbite from Laura. Okay. Hold on. I got to get it on. Whatever. Oh, no. That's the wrong that's one. That's so awkward. There we go. That's so awkward. That's so awkward. It is. It is awkward. And one family in particular has been targeted by these squirrels. I don't know. They've reported around 20 Oh, come unprovoked on. Unprovoked squirrel on. attacks. They're 20 times to, oh, they've just on. been attacked Whatever. by That's, squirrels. I think they're just doing that for attention. It's true. It's, really it's real. And okay, nobody what, are, what do squirrels like to eat? Peanut butter or like seeds or something? What are they doing? Like I don't know. Whatever gross, whatever like gross things squirrels do. They Squirrels are terrible. Well, I guess, you know, they could squirrels could get crazy like rats and go nuts. Yeah. But could you imagine if, like, the world was overrun by squirrels? I don't want to. Dude, I can, but I don't want to. Like, you're driving down the road, and they just have to part the way in the street so you can get by? Well, that wouldn't happen because squirrels always like to stop right in front of your car as you're driving towards them until the very last possible okay. second. Since you hate squirrels so much, if it got out in front of your car, would you go ahead and hit it? If it didn't move, I'm not going to hit my brakes for it. Like so, you would be a squirrel killer. It's not my. It's not my fault. Oh, it's not. My goodness, man! If you have problems with that, you can write your letters to Eddie yeah. here at, at Berean Baptist. Bre- yeah, come on, because squirrels, squirrels oh get hit gosh. all the time, and they bring it on themselves. Which, by the way, talking about letters coming into the church mm-hmm. for Eddie. Uh, we're trying to find Eddie a girlfriend, so um, <laughs> so oh, man. if you're in your 20s Ouch. and you don't like squirrels or mice, um, and uh, well, that's everybody, and you like to talk sports, and uh, you're not over five two, then you can. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gosh. joking. I love you, man. Wow. No, we do. I'm just joking, love. <laughs> but hey, uh, man, that would be crazy. Um, I don't know about that. I think uh, I, I wouldn't it be cool like if you. Uh, could do what squirrels did though. You could climb the trees and then jump on power lines, stuff like that. Like it's almost like a superpower. It, kind of, kind of. But I don't, I, I don't like this because there are any number of reasons someone could could be scared walking out of their house in the morning. What if you I? Scare what if this? What if that? But now the thing you have to be afraid of isn't what if I get in an accident? What if my car breaks down? What if this squirrel jumps out of this tree and attacks me? That's like a legitimate fear Dude, for these people in, s- in Queens. You seriously have thought about this too much. Like, this scares you, it's doesn't tr- it? I, like, I don't want to have to, if I lived in, que- if in, in Dude, this neighborhood. Okay, here's I, the deal. Hey. Here's the deal. If, if you guys are watching this video or whatever, and we get over a thousand likes on the video... Wow. We will put Eddie in a cage with a squirrel oh. and see what happens. Oh, man. All right, 1,000 likes. Oh, there you geez. go. All right. Well, let's keep moving on. Listen, um, we, uh, we could talk all day on, on stuff like this. You know, I was going to talk to you a little bit about the new show, um, uh, WandaVision, which I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it yet um, either. It looks kind of goofy to me, but I've heard that it's 
I've heard mixed reports. Me too. Um, I'm not a big superhero guy. Um, I like. Uh, I know you like. Uh, oh. um, you like Spider Man. Yep. I'm a big uh, Captain America guy, but he was your um, next door neighbor. I haven't back seen WandaVision, in. but we could talk about all that stuff forever. But yeah. I think I think that we need to uh, go ahead and get into our first. Uh, talk about faith it's something mm-hmm. that um, that we want to talk about and that is I think it's time for something that we call good question good question all right sorry if you have uh, headphones on and that just blew your ears yeah out. I have, <laughs> I'm working on the levels all right warning <laughs> headphone users all right uh, Eddie what is our question about faith today so we got the submission from one of Nancy Joy's students, uh, and the student asks, can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Oh, good question. All right. So this question, uh, can a, uh, can God make a rock or a stone so big that he can't lift it? All right. Good question in a way. So I'll start this uh, out by saying this question has been around since probably the Renaissance era. It's, right. uh, Back Renaissance when Dusty time. was in middle school. Yes. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it's been around forever. In fact, it's got a name for it. It's called the omnipotence paradox. And, mm-hmm. um, or at least that's what it's always been called. I don't think that I would call it too much of a paradox. A paradox means um, something that uh, can't be answered. It's a question that can't be answered, right? But I think this one can be answered. And so um, the way I would describe this is, um, so God has attributes, right? There's things that God is. When we look in the Bible, there's different verses that tell us um, things about God. And uh, theologians and Bible scholars have really narrowed those down to three big things, especially, uh, which we call the omnis, the Mm -hmm. three different aspects of God. And um, one of those is omnipresence, which means that he is all All present, present. all present, that he he is everywhere. There's also um, that he is also... Uh, omniscient, which means that he is all knowing, all knowing, he knows everything. And then the third one is omnipotent, which means that he is all powerful. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lot of times when we look at omnipotence, which is that, uh, the all powerful one, we start thinking to ourselves, or am I boring you? You're oh, sorry, no. Oh, I'm just, I, my apologies. I'm just getting I'm just a little joking. tired here. No. Um, but when we, uh, when we talk about omnipotence, and we talk about all-powerful, what happens is a lot of people look at that and they say, okay, he's all-powerful. That means that God can do anything, Mm -hmm. that he can do anything. Well, here's where we get into a problem with this is because then we get a question like this, which a lot of people will, you know, not a lot, but it used to be a lot of people would ask this question because they thought it would stump people that were believers in God because Mm -hmm. now you can't explain God. Here's the problem with it is that um, there's a difference between doing the impossible and doing the logically impossible. Mm -hmm. Here's what I mean by that. God is able to do the impossible. He's able to part the sea for Moses to come through, right? He's, um, he is, (coughs) excuse me, COVID. Uh, No, just joking. Um, He is, he's able to, um, to, uh, have Mary give birth, a virgin give birth to mm-hmm. Jesus. He is able to um, to do many miracles. Uh, Jesus gave many miracles, many, uh, you know, healing uh, paralytics or given 
uh, blind people's sight. He's able to do the impossible with that, right? But when it comes to the logical impossible, logically impossible, we're talking about things like um, if I were to say to you, Eddie, I want you to take a piece of paper and I want you to draw a circle square, a square that is a circle. Um, and I told you to do that. You would say, I can't do that. And why can't you do that? Because they are logical opposites. That's right. They, you just can't. It's logically impossible mm-hmm. to do that, right? In fact, Thomas Aquinas um, once said, uh, you know, this goes so far back. It's probably the last seven, 800 years that people have, have uh, and, uh, you know, scholars have said that omnipotence um, does not include the logical, logically impossible. And so even Thomas Aquinas said, to do all things doesn't include logical impossibility because a square circle is not a thing, mm-hmm. right? And so we look at that, and we look at verses like Romans one twenty, where it talks about uh, God having um, eternal power and divine nature, right? And so when we talk about God's nature, there's certain things that he can't do. One of those is go against his nature, that's right. right. So when we say, okay, can God create a, a rock so big that he can't lift it? Well, he can create a big rock, but if he can't lift it, then that means that he has a weakness. Mm-hmm. And if God is omnipotent, he cannot have that weakness mm-hmm. because he's all-powerful. You see what I mean? That's right. So yep. it's logically impossible. So what I do is uh, there's some people that we would call and this is getting a little deep here, so stay with me, students. But there's some people that we might call absolutists. And what they say is that when it says all-powerful, all it means absolutely anything. But that includes the logically impossible, mm-hmm. which isn't possible. Right. Right? And so um, when somebody asks me this question, real simply, I will usually just say, no, he cannot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but wait a second. I thought he could do anything. And I said, and that's where you're wrong. Because while God is all-powerful, he cannot do things that go against his nature. So there are things that he cannot do. God cannot allow sin into heaven, Mm -hmm. right? And so although he is all-powerful and he's omnipotent and he can do the impossible, he can't go against his nature or do the illogically or the logically impossible, right? So... That's how I would answer that. No, he, he cannot do that. Right. So that was a lot that I just spewed out. Right. So if you have to rewind and listen to that, do it. But, um, but just know that God can be all-powerful. Mm-hmm. He can do the impossible, but there's still things he can't do because he can't go against his nature. Right. And let me kind of put it on a smaller scale for those of you who are going to rewind too. It's like saying, can Dusty grow so much hair that he can't comb it? And the answer is no, he can't because there's... Nothing I, up there. Because that would show weakness, and I have no weakness. Wait, no, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I love talking about this kind of stuff because I think there's a lot of times in um, our life where we don't think deep about what God can and can't do mm-hmm. uh, because we just think, oh, yeah, God can do anything. And then when somebody brings a question like that, we're not prepared because we're like, man, I haven't thought about this or looked in what the Bible says about it. It's kind of like doing the impossible. Mm-hmm. I look at the fact that... God gives us grace when we don't deserve it as an impossible thing almost, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, if, if, 
you always hear this is kind of more, I would say this is kind of our theological minute. If mm-hmm. we talk about theology here, right. Um, there are two things that, that um, we always hear when it comes to about God, that he's mm-hmm. graceful and he's merciful. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you ever wonder what those two things are, because we're talking about what God can do, the easy way to think about it is the phrase give and take, mm-hmm. right? It takes a little give and take. Well, when you talk about um, give and take, give is grace, take is mercy. What I mean by that is grace is what God gives us when we don't deserve it. In other words, he gives us a way to spend eternity with him, even though we have a sinful life. Right. But then mercy, he takes the punishment mm-hmm. that we deserve by having Jesus die on the cross. And That's the right. So give and take grace and mercy. Yes. So hopefully that helps you guys out. That gives you a little bit of idea of not only the omnipotence paradox, the idea of what God can and can't do, mm-hmm. but also just a little tidbit in there on um, the difference between grace and mercy. Because right. um, a lot of times I'll hear people use those phrases and I'm like, I don't think, you know, I don't think you... You know what understand. that means, yeah, right? Right. So, um, so anyway, cool. Well, uh, let's move on. So, um, so uh, uh, before we get to our final resource and and do that, um, I got to ask Eddie. I know that you're really big into sports mm-hmm. and Super Bowls getting ready to come up. Um, That's right. Who are you? Who are you uh, rooting for? I'm rooting for the Buffalo Bills, man. They've never right. won a Super Bowl. Can I tell I, 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 you're no longer my friend. I love you, <laughs> but you're no longer my friend. Um, I lo- no longer give you grace or mercy uh, or take take mercy. Um, wow. No, I'm just joking. I'm a Chiefs fan. Right. I, and Ryan, our middle school director, is Chiefs fan. So yes. So we will beat you up later. Uh, oh, well, we'll see about that. But um, but listen, here's the deal. If, uh, if uh, we want you in the comments of the video to tell us who you think is going to be the Super Bowl winner, Buffalo Bills. Okay. Um, and give us the final score of the Super Bowl, all right? So who's going to win the Super Bowl and what the final score of the Super Bowl is? So 18 to 12 or 36 to 12 or, or 120 to 2, whatever you think it's going to be. You, if you want to be right, you can say who's going to win the Super Bowl and why is it the Buffalo Bills? No, that's, okay. That's a better question. You know I can delete you on this board, right? <laughs> uh, but listen, I want you to give us who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, one, and then I also want you to give us the final score. If you are the closest to that, all right, we are going to give you a prize. I don't know what that prize is yet, but it will be valued way over $2, all right? Uh, a Buffalo so, Bills hat no, is coming your way. No, it will not be. I will not allow that. So, um, but tell us that, who you think is going to win, what the final score is. If you're the closest, you get a sweet prize that we will send you or give to you. Um, but hey, listen, it's been a great time. Uh, uh, this is our first podcast, so bear with us if, uh, mm-hmm. if uh, there's a few mistakes or a few things in here. But, um, but uh, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't give us a little bit of Ryan's uh, southern twang in here. So here yes, we go. Sir. Talking about? Oh, here it is. I guarantee it. There you go. The I next guarantee one, it. Buffalo the, Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Chiefs all the way. That's what I'm talking about. All right, there we go. All right, well, listen, um, we always like to end the podcast with some resources, something that can help you uh, as you grow in your faith, especially as a student. So, Eddie, tell us what our resource for this week is. So, yesterday, Laura was telling us about this app that you can download on your phone called the Dwell Bible App, where you can listen to 
different uh, passages of Scripture. You can listen to you can set up a whole plan to go through the Bible in a year by listening to it. Now, I want to be clear with this resource that this isn't a substitute for actually physically reading the Bible. This is a good resource for you if you're working on schoolwork and you want something playing in the background. You know, I want to listen to Scripture. So you can go use the Dwell Bible app for that. You can choose a whole different number of readers. If you're looking for a certain kind of voice, you can play music over it. Uh, It's a really good resource to get into the Word at different times during the day when you might not think you had the opportunity to do it. So uh, it's a really good resource for you to get into things and and, uh, enjoy the Word uh, even when you don't have time to do it. And what do you look up? How do you get it? So you go onto the App Storage, look up Dwell Bible app, and you can use it for free, I believe, but you may have to subscribe for certain other features. Okay. Um, so cool. it's a really cool resource. Yeah, I've heard of it. So, uh, yeah, check that out. If you want to grow in your faith, that might be a, a help for you. But, mm-hmm. hey, listen, we are excited that you have joined us. Um, we've had a lot of fun. Know that uh, we meet every Wednesday at 630 for youth group. If you... Uh, don't normally come we would love to have you check it out yes we will um this week we're uh, this month we're talking about goals and then next month we're doing a whole series on worship it's going to be awesome you don't want to miss it but otherwise we will talk to you later see you guys see ya peace out that's what the cool kids say yeah